Uh, well, we got an opportunity to speak with our friends at the um, uh, Ministry of the Diaspora in Israel, and many of you are aware of the fact that the International uh, Day of Holocaust Remembrance, International Holocaust Remembrance Day, happens on January the 27th. This has been over the last uh, few years. And they've used that opportunity uh, over at the ministry to release a report about anti-Semitism around the world, uh, Europe, U.S. college campuses, and different places. Yogev Karasenti is director for combating anti-Semitism at the Ministry for Diaspora Affairs. Joins us live on this Wednesday morning at JM in the AM. Yogev Todarabash, shalom, and welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. I'm very, um, very, I'm. I'm very happy to be here. I appreciate that. Uh, one of the shocking things to me, but maybe it shouldn't be so shocking, is that in France, according to this report, anti-Semitic episodes are down. How do you explain that? Well, France actually is uh, the good news uh, for this year. And in France, we see that uh, a determined government action, a robust government action, can actually get results. And that, and we can also see that anti-Semitism is not some kind of evil that always prevail. Um, in France, we saw that the government allocated 140 million euros in a three-year plan to combat anti-Semitism and uh, racism. Uh, we saw that they deployed uh, soldiers in the streets, especially in um, friction areas and around synagogues and community centers. Uh, we saw that the, um, the politician in France actually gave speeches and made it very clear that Jews are part of the, uh, of, uh, of the nation in France and that every uh, Frenchman sh should see it as a personal insult that Jews are leaving France uh, out of uh, fear for their personal security. Mm. So um, all that and also the understanding that uh, anti-Semitism and terror go hands in, uh, hand in hand, yeah. unlike what uh, they used to, to think about these two issues that uh, uh, Islamic anti-Semitism is part of the some kind of extension of uh, the conflict in the Middle East. Now they understand that what starts with the Jews go further to the uh, to the general uh, community, and uh, the tolerance to towards this kind of phenomenon is uh, decreasing. You know, it's it's interesting that you point this out. I, I mentioned earlier that I was in Charlotte, North Carolina, for Shabbat, and we were talking mm -hmm. we were talking about the BDS movement, college campuses, etc. And you have uh, information about college campuses, which we'll discuss. And and one of the things that came out, and you know, it, there's a lot of college towns around there. And one of the things mm -hmm. that and one of the things that came out is that authorities are hesitant to do with their security force, meaning campus security, what needs to be done to quell anti-Semitic episodes. And that just the opposite, of course, of what you described in France, where they cracked down and you saw a, a, a reduction in the uh, anti-Semitic activities and, and, and episodes. Uh, in places where they're reluctant to do so, I assume we're only going to find an increase, right? Yeah, we, we find an increase. Actually, we also see a, a very clear connection between anti-Israel uh, anti-Israel uh, activity in the campuses and a rise in anti-Semitic uh, uh, incidents. That's also a connection that we see, and uh, the authorities should do more in order to combat that. I, uh, uh, what we know is that uh, now they try to pass the uh, Anti-Semitism Awareness Act uh, in the, uh, you know, it passed in the... Um, in uh, in the Senate, and now they should uh, they try to to pass it in the Congress as well. And if they'll succeed, then anti-Semitism on campuses would be a hate crime. At this point, anti-Semitic episodes on campuses are not uh, regarded as hate crimes. Um, not not um, not legally binding. I mean, every campus can determine for himself uh, what's what's in it and what's not, because there is no ah, definition right, to anti-Semitism. Right. So it, it, right. it's 
Right. So when the security and the investigation is happening internally, uh, people could basically do whatever they want uh, at that yeah. point, yeah. right? And yeah. and as long as there is no uh, one binding uh, definition of, of what's anti-Semitism and what's not, um, anti-Israel, for, for example, can be a legitimate criticism, for for instance, or sometimes it can also turn into anti-Semitism. So exactly where the line is is something that uh, should not be left to uh, every campus to decide. Right, understood. Yogev Karasenti is with us, Director for Combating Anti-Semitism at the Ministry for Diaspora Affairs in Israel. All right, we spoke about France. We just touched on the whole uh, the, the campus activity. I, I mean, Europe in general, based on the review I saw of the report, Europe in general is, a, again, you know, outside of the whole uh, French exception, um, is a real hotbed of anti-Semitism. I mean, when you talk about in this report, violent anti-Semitic episodes in London r- rising 62 percent, that's a really significant mm-hmm. that's a really significant number. Yeah, that, that's a significant number. Uh, part of this number is because the people in London are, you know, they, they have one of the most uh, advanced systems for reporting on such events. But also in London, for example, we see um, a penetration of anti-Semitic discourse in the, into the political system. We saw that with the um, leading politicians in the Labour Party. And this kind of uh, uh, speech has... Uh, has impact, and you see that impact in the streets. You see that in, in incidents, and you see that in speech in the streets and in the social media. Right, and uh, you point out that um, uh, that it, it, it's, it's the streets, it's the social media, it's episodes that go on, and there's um, there's a a political atmosphere that is lending mm-hmm. itself to it. You, you mentioned in this report the alt-right, the radical left. And by the way, I'm thrilled yeah. I'm thrilled that you mentioned both of them because people shouldn't dismiss <laughs> that it's happening on both sides. In Europe, and, yeah. you, and you even say the U.S., that those movements are gaining strength, and God forbid it could lead to more anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were very troubled to see that the BLM, for example, uh, said that uh, Israel is committing genocide in the Palestinians as part of their platform. We were very troubled to see that. And... Of course, anti-Semitism is not limited to the far right, as many might think. You can see anti-Semitism in the far right and also in the extreme left. Uh, it, kind of, it, it comes from different directions. In the far right, you see more racial anti-Semitism, and in the, far, in the extreme left, you see more kind of uh, conspiracy theories and accusation of Israel as being a colonial state and colonial, right. colonial initiative. And uh, um, this kind of or, or Jews... Uh, um, uh, running the uh, world politics and uh, and world economy, uh, these are the kind of anti-Semitic ideas you find on the left and on the right. It's also it's it's more into the racial aspect. Uh, yesterday, the prime minister announced that uh, he plans to build another 2,500 units inside Judea and Samaria. And now the reaction from both ends of the political spectrum will <laughs> will be anti-Israel, just with different approaches, as you described. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Well, can even though you know we're trying to um, this week uh, the minister the minister for diaspora affairs, Naftali Bennett, passed. Uh-huh. Um, with uh, the prime minister, they passed at the government uh, a decision that recognizes the AIRA, um, the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance, definition of anti-Semitism, exactly in order to decide what's anti-Semitism and what's anti-Israel. And when anti-Israel becomes anti-Semitism, and now when Israel has um, a definition for that, I think it would be easier for us as a government um, to... Um, to set the line between the two, right? Is it more complicated than just saying they're one and the same, or there really is a there? There is some type of demarcation between the two. Well, um, there is there is a differentiation between the two. I mean, if there is, for example, uh, an international body that uh, uh, criticizes 
all the countries on the same scale, and it criticizes Israel uh, as well, then, um, of course, it's not anti-Semitism, it's, it's a legitimate criticism. But right. if this body focuses on Israel and ignores the other countries, then you should ask what's, what's the issue there. I mean, why is it doing what it's doing? Right, understood. And there, yeah. yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, and and then what I'm saying is that there um, they, they cross the line. So this definition also contains the three Ds uh, uh, test, and the three Ds are delegitimation, double standards, and uh, um, demonization of uh, Israel. And if uh, one of these three Ds exists, then you know that uh, you are dealing with anti-Semitism and not uh, legitimate criticism. All right. So the last one was demonization. What were the first two? Uh, <laughs> um, double standards. And delegitimation and demonization. Right. Um, all right. Uh, Yogev Karasenti is with us. Uh, he's director for combating anti-Semitism at the Ministry of Diaspora Affairs. Finally, of course, the topic everybody wants to hear about, and that is the Internet. I mean, what have you learned through this report that was done in honor of International Holocaust Remembrance Day, which is coming up Friday? What did you learn in this report that tells us of what's happening uh, regarding anti-Semitism over the last year on the Internet? So here what we did is something which is um, it's, it's very unique, it's uh, groundbreaking. Uh, we took the, high-tech, the Israeli high-tech industry and we managed to build here at the office um, a monitoring device that actually monitors the social network, and not only the social network, the entire network, and gives us uh, anti-Semitic expressions. So we started some kind of um, uh, pilot test uh, on France and uh, the UK. We did that for one month, uh, October 2016. And I'll just give you the numbers. In France, for example, we found, oh, maybe I'll start with the UK, we found 8,300 people who were active uh, anti-Semites on Twitter, just on Twitter, in English. But uh, each one of them tweeted about four times a month. Each one of them has about 3,000 followers on Twitter. And when you check the overall, the, the, the overall impact that they have so, and how many people might be exposed to, to uh, the content that these people are um, um, uh, putting to the net, then you get to the number of 25 million, and that's only in the UK. In France, you get another 15 million uh, exposure potential, and only these two countries together in one month, and in English, not even Twitter in France, in French, you get uh, about 40 million people that that were exposed to anti-Semitic uh, hate uh, speech. Oh, it's scary! It is scary <laughs> out there. I'll tell you. And all this, and, uh, and all this, I assume. Again, I know you didn't have the algorithm, you know, years back, but I, but I assume one has to assume it, it only goes up year to year. Is that, is that the assumption that that, that this yeah. that this is yeah. the worst ever? I would guess, right? It goes up, it goes up, and especially, for example, in the U.S., uh, we saw um, um, that the alt-right around the campaign, they, used, they were using the campaign in order to spread their the anti-Semitic hatred. They were, they were using the exposure that the campaign gave them, and uh, the media gave them in the campaign, actually. Right. And, um, and there we saw a great rise in the anti-Semitic uh, discourse. And uh, what we're going to do with this information is that we, we will expose it. We'll expose it to the public, to the organizations, to the companies, in order for the companies to take responsibility over their platforms. Yeah, it's the only way to do it. And call like a vote for mm-hmm. that. And we've got to keep fighting the BDS movement on the campuses, yep. what's happening in Europe, what's happening everywhere around the world, the United Nations and everywhere else. And, of course, 
on the internet. Yogev Karasenti is Director for Combating Anti-Semitism at the Ministry of Diaspora Affairs. The report released in conjunction with this week's uh, International Holocaust Remembrance Day being observed on Friday. Best regards to everybody at the Diaspora Affairs Office. Todaraban, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, thank y- you. Yogev Karasenti with us here on a JM in the AM Wednesday. More coming up if you keep it here at the Nahum Siegel Network. La, la, la.